Don't turn the music off. That was sounding pretty good. <laughs> good morning. How's everybody? Welcome to the uh, Bustle Family Center. Uh, we've been uh, providing uh, neighborhood services and uh, a place for kids and adults and seniors to come over here on the east side for uh, over 40 years out of this facility. We're glad to see all of you all here today. Uh, here again to talk about another good news story uh, with respect to Detroit. Um, as you know, since the mayor's been in office, we've been fighting abandoned homes and blight uh, for the last four years. One of the biggest contributors to these abandoned homes has been people losing their houses to tax foreclosure. We've had a program in place with uh, Wayne County and uh, City of Detroit and a large coalition of uh, uh, community groups to help combat that. And so it's been an outstanding program with some unbelievable results over the last couple of years. And so uh, we thought we'd uh, bring you here and, and really brag about it a little bit. And so to start out with that story, uh, and one of the leaders of this uh, program, uh, the treasurer of Wayne County, Eric Sabri. Eric, come on up. Uh, good morning. Thanks, Charlie. And um, I'm here, I'm very pleased to be here with uh, County Executive Warren Evans and Mayor Mike Duggan to talk about the reduction in tax foreclosures in Wayne County and especially in the city of Detroit. You know, property tax foreclosures in Wayne County have been reduced from 28,000 in 2015 to less than 7,000 this year. And property tax foreclosures in the city of Detroit have been reduced 70% in the past two years and the lowest number since 2008. Of the 43 municipalities in Wayne County, this year, 12 of them had zero foreclosures. And 15 more had 10 or less foreclosures, tax foreclosures. So this is, this is phenomenal work. This is because we have great partners. This could not be done without community leaders, the volunteers, the nonprofits that we have, like uh, United Community Housing Coalition, who've gone out, knocked on doors, and informed individuals, even who are tenants, there are many tenants who are living in homes that the landlords don't pay the taxes. And our nonprofit volunteers who are part of this great task force that the mayor started two years ago, he, he, he called everyone together and said, let's work as a team and make this happen. County Executive Evans, the commissioners of Wayne County, and all the, the council members, they all joined in and said, yes, let's make this happen. Let's reduce foreclosures. We have almost 36,000 people in payment plans right now. And our job going forward is to make sure that they stay current. We want to keep this number going down. I want to say that we have had some help from the legislature. We've had some help reducing interest rates. We're very happy that the legislature unanimously approved a reduction in interest rate from 18% to 6% for owner-occupants. Governor signed the bill without a problem. We also have use kiosks this year to help make it more convenient for people to pay. And with, this is a reserve celebration for me because I'm, I'm always looking ahead. We want to make sure that we help people stay on their, current, on their current plans, make sure they don't fall off the payment plans. So we're doing everything we can. And I wanted to, uh, again, thank all the partners from the city and the county and all our community uh, representatives. Thank you, Mr. Treasurer. Um, and, you know, again, this was a, a joint effort with uh, the city and the county. You heard the county treasurer talk about the kiosks uh, that have been made available to, to citizens. And we've, 
jointly work with them uh, at a facility similar to this on the west side uh, called Norfolk Activity Center that has a kiosk uh, in the lobby. Uh, and Ron Lockett, who's the executive director over there, told me the other day that uh, uh, he said, Charlie, we got to do something about this kiosk, he said, because people are lining up outside the building uh, in the lobby and they can't do other things because everybody's coming to those kiosks. So this is a program that uh, has really been working. We've been glad to, to be a part of it. And so let me bring up now uh, the county executive uh, of Wayne County, Warren Evans. Warren, come on. Thank you, Sarah. First of all, good morning and, and thank you. The, the nice thing about this besides the tremendous reduction in foreclosures uh, is the teamwork that makes it happen. I certainly want to thank the treasurer for all of his work. Uh, anytime uh, I've talked with him, the central issue is always about how do we reduce foreclosures. Uh, and if I, talk, if I talk to the mayor, the same issue, that's always there on the table. And so there's been good work. But Ted Phillips and the, and the Housing Coalition, I mean, sometimes we're not always on the same page on everything, but on this, we're on the same page. We want the same result. The same end game is critically important. Uh, and so I'm just very, very glad that that's the case. And I think uh, the mayor and I look regularly at what sustains that going forward. And that's really jobs and job training. You know, it's great to be on a payment plan, uh, but if you can't keep up with the payments on the payment plan, you're just kind of postponing the inevitable. Uh, we've got to get where we are now, but that doesn't mean we're where we need to be because where we really need to be is to continue the work that the mayor's doing uh, and the county's doing and trying to make this an environment where we attract jobs, where we attract good paying jobs uh, and where people can make their payments. I mean, we've got a, an advantage of a housing market that's relatively cheap compared to the rest of the country. Uh, but we want people to be able to pay for those houses and we want people to be able to come here and add to the tax base in our communities. Foreclosures uh, are not something that anybody with any real sense wants to see happen, economics or anything else. I mean, a strong community is based on houses that are owner-occupied uh, or houses that are occupied uh, and that are paying their taxes uh, and able to take care of their kids and do all of those things. And so uh, nobody will be happier than I am about the elimination of foreclosure we could ever get there or at least minimize it significantly. Again, I want to thank the mayor. I want to thank the treasurer especially for uh, his work and dedication in this area. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Mr. Exec. Uh, this next gentleman we bring up, uh, it's been my pleasure uh, to work with and, and be an appointee of for the last uh, three and a half years as his group executive for neighborhoods as he continues to drive us to do things to improve uh, the neighborhoods of Detroit. And so without further ado, uh, let me bring up uh, our mayor, uh, Mayor Mikey Duck. Mike? All right. Well, there's a number of things that have turned around since two years ago, but I'm standing here, I'm just thinking the last time I did a press conference in this room was almost exactly two years ago. Uh, Lions coach Jim Caldwell donated the uh, computers that are in the adjoining room for the young people, except the week we did the press conference, Alliance had just started 0-4. So there was kind of a pall over the whole thing. I wish Coach Caldwell were here today after uh, the great start uh, the Lions have gotten off to. But uh, this turnaround has been a team effort. It's remarkable. As the Treasurer indicated, if you just look at the numbers, 70% reduction in, in occupied foreclosures in two years, but the more significant number to me in the city of Detroit, 
are the owner-occupied houses. People put out a house that they own, because the great majority of foreclosures are vacant lots or abandoned houses. But if you look at the chart that I'm, I'm sure we passed out, 2015, there were 6,400 uh, owner-occupied houses foreclosed on. Last year, 3,500. This year, only 786 an 88% reduction in owner-occupied foreclosures in the last two years. It is just a uh, remarkable uh, accomplishment. And it looks like we're just now passing out the stuff. Apparently, we didn't want you to see the statistics ahead of time. Uh, I, I want to thank the people who are involved. I, I, so in 2014, this city and this county was looking at a tsunami of foreclosures. Everybody said, oh my God, it can't be stopped, 60,000, et cetera. But there was a representative by the name of Phil Cavanaugh who had a bill that was sitting in Lansing in 2014. And we knew what the problem was. If the county treasurer wanted to structure a payment plan, the state law required it to be at 18% interest. Well, who wants to spread out their payments with 18% interest? So Representative Cavanaugh had a bill, uh, and I see the representative here, uh, Phil, thank you. Uh, <laughs> And I went to Lansing and moved in the week before Christmas in 2014. We got the support of uh, Republican uh, leader Arlen Meekoff. We got the support of the Michigan Treasurers Association, which at the time uh, was chaired by the Macomb County Treasurer, Ted Wabi. We built a bipartisan uh, team and passed that bill in December of 14. And what has happened since shows you the power of people working together. Uh, the treasurer has been phenomenal in publicizing the programs. Eric Sabri, you can't go anywhere without seeing the ads he's doing saying there's help available. But we went beyond that. We went to the community. Vicki Kovari from my team pulled together a whole group of citizens across this community. And Ted Phillips is here from the United Community Housing Coalition. Uh, and they partnered up with volunteers from the Waco neighborhood and from Focus Hope and from Rosedale and Osborne and East English Village, uh, Russell Woods. And our neighbors went out and knocked on the door of homes that were in danger of foreclosure. And person to person said, there is help available. And it was this outreach that led to the 88% reduction. You're gonna hear the story uh, from one of those individuals today. But I don't know uh, how we begin, can begin to thank everybody. And, and Gabe Leland, who's standing behind me, was one of the people who went out and knocked on those doors. I mean, a councilman went out himself uh, knocking on uh, those doors. And this is what happens when it works together. Now, 786 is still too many. But out of 250,000 houses in this city, we've made progress. We can't rebuild until people uh, stop leaving. Two-thirds of the occupied house foreclosures in Detroit this year were landlords, they were rentals. They're cases where the landlord is collecting the rent and not paying the taxes. You're gonna hear uh, from a young woman who was in that situation. And if we're gonna stop this, we need to make landlords pay their taxes. And I wanna thank Councilman Andre Spivey. There is an ordinance before Detroit City Council today that will require landlords to be current in their property taxes in order to collect rent. I hope City Council acts on it uh, before the end of the year, because if we do that, we'll continue to see uh, these foreclosures uh, continue to go down. But uh, for uh, everybody put together, but mostly I want to say congratulations uh, to my friend Eric Sabri. I know he doesn't like foreclosing on anyone, and there's no place in the country that's made a reduction 
uh, in foreclosure, the success rate that he has. So congratulations. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Um, you know, from the, the city side of this, the mayor has always insisted that we uh, work in partnership with our legislative branch, the city council. And so we've done that. We did that on this program. It has been very successful. You heard uh, his comments about uh, Councilman Gabe Leland and the role that he has played. Uh, and so I want to bring him up now to uh, give us some comments. Uh, Councilman Gabe Leland. So um, many of you know, uh, Tuesday is, is quite a busy day for us at the council. Um, and so I was running a little bit late today. Uh, but, you know, this is truly a, a labor of love. And um, I started a program called Defend Our Neighbors uh, because I saw the amount of uh, foreclosure, tax foreclosures uh, affecting uh, District 7. One of many districts uh, that were hard hit um, uh, since the, uh, the recession. And I knew that something had to be done. And so, uh, as the mayor told you, I got out with my staff and I said, this has to be our priority. Um, residents uh, cannot lose their homes. Um, there were a number of programs out there. Uh, I wanted to, to thank the, the county treasurer on that to allow people to get into payment plans. And because of the fight that was had uh, back in 2004, 2014, uh, to lower the interest rate, it was a little bit easier for folks. And that's exactly uh, what we are out there knocking on doors, telling people uh, it's a little easier. It's, it's um, more uh, financially, um, uh, it makes a lot more sense. You know, hey, look, here we are helping. It's government helping the people. And so um, when you look at, I think, even what city council by districts has done is it's allowed, uh, you know, residents in the community to have a relationship uh, with their council person. And so we, when I go and knock on that door um, and I, I'd, I'd give outreach, I'd give information, you know, there was that connection with, with residents knowing that, you know, government is here to help. And that was uh, a very important part of our uh, Defend Our Neighbors program. We knew as a city with all the, the great things happening that, you know, if we did not impact and have more positive impact on the neighborhoods, if we didn't bring relief, that all the success that we were having in the city of Detroit was all for naught. Um, and so this truly is, is a labor of love. There were a lot of uh, organizations uh, and governments involved in getting us to where we are today. Uh, and it is truly, you know, an amazing uh, a place where, where we're at, helping to save people from tax foreclosure. Um, I went out knocking on doors and uh, came across, uh, uh, you know, someone that, that had lost their house to, to, to foreclosure. Um, the, uh, the landlord, you know, showed up on day one and said, you know, we, we own your home. And this was after 20 years uh, of, of, of home ownership. And, you know, <clears throat> I said, you know, enough is enough. We have to stand strong. We have to work together. Uh, and this Defend Our Neighbors program did just that. And so we are making progress in Detroit. Uh, I look forward to, um, you know, continuing to move the needle uh, and uh, having another successful year. So thank you very much. Thank you, Councilman. You've heard reference to part of this program that was uh, consisting of uh, neighbors and community groups, community organizations, literally with their membership going out, knocking door to door uh, on their neighbors and other community uh, groups. Um, to inform the people of really what was going on with these uh, programs that were happening. And so uh, here to uh, 
represent those group of community organizations that were a part of that is a gentleman that's been out uh, uh, in the neighborhood and toiling in these vineyards for a long, long time. And let me bring up Ted Phillips, the United Community Housing Coalition. Ted. Thank you. We are very happy this year to have been able to partner with the Wayne County Treasurer's Office, Eric Sabri, and the Mayor's Office, particularly Department of Neighborhoods through Vicki Kavari, uh, and have uh, incredible support from many organizations across the city that we've worked with uh, to get the word out there. Um, it should be as no shock though, that I'm, we, and, and everyone has done a tremendous job to get this down from the numbers it was last year to 790 this year, that's incredible. Uh, but it should be no shock to anyone here who knows me that our goal as advocates is that next year it'll be zero. Uh, we need more people to knock on 790 more doors, several times maybe. Uh, we need a little more effort to, to do, it. and I, when I say we, I mean the advocacy community, all of us, but particularly those. We also need to be mindful of the fact that, that many people have gotten on payment plans are going to need some support. Uh, many who are low income, they need jobs, that's absolutely true. But also those that are on uh, public benefits, uh, they need to be able to take advantage of the poverty tax exemption with the city of Detroit, so we need to be doing outreach for that. There's many that will qualify for step forward help through the state, that's still there. So all of us, all of us need to buckle down and do uh, more on that. I've been blessed with an incredibly uh, wonderful staff that has been led by Michelle Oberholzer, uh, who's our tax foreclosure uh, leader, uh, and blessed to work with uh, tremendous people uh, in this effort. And there's, it's a multifaceted effort also. Uh, not only is this homeowners that are facing difficulties, uh, but tenants as well. Uh, and we're in 36 District Court regularly defending tenants who are being evicted very often by landlords who no longer own properties. Uh, the ordinance that uh, Councilman Spivey has, is, is proposing, I understand, would, would address that somewhat, and we are all fully behind that. Uh, but we see this every day, and most, most recently we saw this when we were doing a, a workshop at our office on, uh, we help people buy homes in tax foreclosure. And we had a person there who was in a home, uh, interested in becoming owner of the home, and we discovered while she was there, she had an order for a bailiff to be out the next day. Uh, we were able to intervene at that level to keep her from being evicted, and shortly from now, she is going to be a homeowner, and Denise Tanks is here to talk to you about that. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'd just like to first thank Ms. Michelle, who's an angel, um, Ted as well, city council, mayor as well, anyone who had a part in this uh, beautiful movement. Um, initially, when I moved into my home, uh, I thought it would be great for me, my kids, uh, my son, who um, unfortunately has special needs. Um, me and the landlord, we started off re really positive. Um, we got really close, uh, and I paid rent on time. Um, I got my first letter of the house being in foreclosure uh, April, and I asked her about it. And from that point on, it was just drama. And she basically knew that I knew that it was going to be in foreclosure. Um, I still pay my rent, as I was advised to do. Uh, but she immediately tried to put me out, even though I was paying my rent on time. Uh, and I thought that was kind of weird. 
but again, thank God for the housing coalition. Uh, they came knocking on my door. I didn't know what to do, if I should still pay rent, um, what's the next step. So they guide me and told me to um, put my money in escrow, asked if I was interested in owning a home, which is really exciting. And I said, of course. And then that way I wouldn't have to deal with all the drama. Um, th that whole process, I was going through to court dates and for no reason because she couldn't put me out and the judge is like, well, the house is in foreclosure, you can't put her out. So uh, she had no choice but to let the case go. Um, at this time, I was investing in the home, increased the value of the home. Uh, initially, she was really grateful for that. But then, like I said, once I found out that the house is in foreclosure, it, it was like a light bulb switch. She just immediately said, no, you have to leave, you have to get out. Um, so I just thank God for the housing coalition and what they're doing because you're literally saving homes and I get kind of emotional because we need, we needed this home. Um, it was perfect for me and my kids and I just thank God for you guys. I really do. So thank you for all that you've done. Wow. Isn't that a great story? Let's hear it again from Ms. Tanks for hanging in there. That's a great story. That concludes our, our presentation for today. Are any questions for anybody that's up here? Any questions? Wow, Mr. Mayor. Uh, <laughs> no, this is uh, before the auction, right before the auction, which is going on right now. So foreclosure is only going to happen once a year. So this, this is the final number, and uh, that's, that's, it was as of yesterday. Yeah. What you see in there are the final numbers for the year. Yeah. A lot of that has changed. A lot of that has changed. Uh, the, the applications can be accessed online now, so that's good. Uh, community groups can access if, if the if the homeowner can't. Community groups can, and we can do it on our office, now, and that's a big improvement. Um, they can be mailed in now, I believe, whereas they had to be taken in before. So there's a lot of a lot of good things. There's more to come, and there's a lot of work the board of review is doing on this, and we're working with them, and a number of groups are working with them. Uh, we're partnering with the University of Michigan that has came up with some suggestions. We're going to be sitting down this Thursday to talk about those. So there's been a, a tremendous amount of progress there. There's more to be done, always, but it's it's coming along. Other questions? Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, there, there's a, there was a law passed two years ago, which has been enforced. Uh, we, we checked for uh, the names, the names, and the, the, company, the company names, individual names. Also, if you have blight violations, you're not able to get a deed. If you bid in the auction, you're not able to get a deed until you pay off any uh, back taxes or blight, blight tickets.
very few because most of them already go and reorganize in different LLCs and other entities to prevent the detection. So that's, that's the reason why very few are being pointed out. Yes. One more question. Any questions? Any more? If not, thank you all thank for coming all. out. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right.